The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The following segment is from the Off Day Debrief on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. You crushed the Cowboys when we did our immediate SB Nation NFL Show reaction on day two of the draft. Have your feelings changed at all, RJ? They really bounced back on on day three. Uh, their first pick, Jabril Cox, was an insane value. And, you know, BLG and I had talked about this on the NFC East mixtape, which, by the way, you can listen to tomorrow on either the Blog of the Boys or Bleeding Green Nation feeds. Um, I mean, about how I don't necessarily trust the Cowboys at linebacker, but they are kind of earning my trust back. It's been a very, very, very wild week uh, when you consider that over the course of the last seven days, Sean Lee has retired. They have drafted Micah Parsons. They have drafted Jabril Cox. They declined the fifth-year option on Leighton Vanderer. So uh, while it's not cool that they have sunk cost, uh, you know, or costs in Leighton and Jalen Smith, at least they are acknowledging that. Um, they did take a huge character red flag in the fourth round after Jabril Cox and Josh Ball. Um a, a player, and, and this is, you know, there's a lot to this, but has a lot of domestic violence uh, allegations against him from his time in college. Um, Football-wise, projects to be potentially a fine tackle, but obviously that is a factor. Uh, you know, ultimately, the Cowboys also drafted Simi Fajoko, the wide receiver out of Stanford, who athletically uh, compares to Calvin Johnson, Julio Jones, DK Metcalf, and Chase Claypool, kind of a mold that they don't currently have. So, I, it was a day where they bounced back, that that particular character issue aside. Again, that is a big deal, though. Um, and so overall, I feel better about the draft. It's just last year's draft was so value-based for the Cowboys that it's kind of hard to, to feel the same way back-to-back years. I had the Cowboys in the losers. What a surprise, right? Well, first of all, because on the NFC East mixtape, it was me saying that I really didn't want the Cowboys to take an offensive lineman. Like, that was kind of my maybe outside the box thinking. Like, I think a lot of Eagles fans were like, didn't want them to get a cornerback because it was such a big need. But to me, I didn't want them to get an offensive lineman because I think the way the Cowboys are going to be undone if it happens, if that offense is going to, like, somehow fall apart, it's going to be because they're overestimating what they have on their offensive line. And I think this draft signaled that they're doing just that. I mean, RJ, you brought up before. Uh, Tyron Smith has not played 16 games in the season since 2015. He's entering his age 31 season. Zach Martin entering his age 31 season. He was injured last year. Leo Collins missed all of last year. Uh, I think the Cowboys overcorrected with a focus on defense. I get that they had to address the defense and try to improve it where they could. And I, I get some of that, but I think they kind of went too heavy on that and kind of ignored a big need, which was the offensive line. And, 
we're going to get into the off the field stuff on an NFC East mixtape. I'll leave that alone for right now. But they're the losers to me for not addressing the offensive line. They did pass on Rashawn Slater. Sorry, stats, um, which, you know, and that's interesting. Like, I do like when, when things like this happen because it tells us the way they view the construct of their roster. So they, they clearly believe that linebacker is a, is a more pressing issue, right? And that's, you know, maybe that, that does give you a sense of optimism, obviously, in that they, they clearly have more faith, you know, and maybe it's misplaced faith, but more faith in Tyron Smith and Lyle Collins and Zach Martin than they do in Jalen Smith and Leighton Vanderish. And if I had to make a bet myself, I would rather bet on Tyron Smith, Lyle Collins, and Zach Martin than Jalen Smith and Leighton Vanderish. And so um, you can't fix everything. And so, yeah, like I still, you know, feel a particular way about, you know, the potential collapse of this offensive line again. Um, but I think it, it did work out. I mentioned this um, in the initial breakdown with stats when he and I were working harder than everybody. again, just to be clear, uh, the Cowboys in trading back with the Eagles um, obviously allowed Philly to land Devontae Smith but they did not allow the New York Giants to land him. He was clearly going to go to one of the two because they were sitting behind the Cowboys. And so, and I mean this truly with no trolling intention, BLG, if I had to place him on one of the two rosters right now, I would rather place him on the Eagles roster. And so I, I think that that was a sort of, no pun intended, a defensive win for the Cowboys in that regard. I just think that when the Cowboys started their rise, they did it by building through the offensive line. And they could have taken Slater in the first round and then spent the next five picks on defense to help a a unit that clearly needed it. Instead, they go all six on defense. Like you said, their first round pick Parsons has character issues off the field, too. So there's, you know, there's questions there. I, I just think that the Cowboys needed to stick with, you know, what got them to where they are, which is the offensive line. I don't know. I I kind of think they should have gone offensive line round one. Zeke Elliott looked absolutely average last year. And I know there were a lot of issues along the offensive line, but Tony Pollard just looked flat out better. If you want Zeke to get back to being Zeke and they're paying him a ton of money, RJ, don't you think they should have invested earlier in the offensive line? No, because that's a sunk cost too. Like they've already, you know, made the mistake of spending a fir- the not just the first round pick, but the fourth overall pick on a running back. Then they made the mistake of doubling down on it with a ninety million dollar contract. Zeke is awesome; it's great, and when he scores and you know pulls off big runs, which is rare now, um, you know we have a lot of fun with it. But like, no, like in fact, like let the Tony Pollard era t- transition begin. I mean, like be the smart team that drafts Trey Sermon in the third round. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's what I want for the Cowboys. And so um, I'm not saying that drafting an offensive lineman is doubling down on Zeke, but I'm, I'm fine with them. I'm fine with them putting all their trust in Dak Prescott because offensively everything does go through him. Um, I do want to say just as a, as a bow to tell on this, the Cowboys spent their first six picks on defense. First time in franchise history that they spent their first six picks on defense. So everybody, I mean, the Cowboys had a lot of issues, uh, stats last year, but everybody said this defense sucked. It was so bad, whatever. I mean, they literally threw more at it than they ever have in, in regards to the draft. They allowed 1,800, almost 1,800 rushing yards before contact last year. That is insanely bad. But they beat the Niners and Eagles in December, just for what it's worth. Yeah, you beat Nick Mullins. Congratulations. That's a real accomplishment. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts.